for the jerks in the fourth row. The jerks today, we're blowing the dust off of these mics here and getting back into the saddle for hopefully what will be another series or a couple of weeks in a row of podcasts. Dog, it feels good to be back. It feels weird to be back, but I'm glad we're back doing this. Well, you got your irons in a whole bunch of different fires there. So we all, you know, <laughs> we're both, uh, you know, juggling a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, no, Tim, definitely. With I feel like your, your music career is really taking off. I feel like I'm doing a, a different, you know, a workout thing with it with people with personal training. So glad we could make some time to talk about uh, dads today. But uh, so, yeah, before we get into it, happy Father's Day to all the fathers who are, are out there listening. You know, good content isn't going to be stuff about, you know, thanking our dads and all this. Though we do. We appreciate all the good dads that are out there. Today, what we're really focused on, since we are a movies and, and media uh, podcast, are the bad ones. Uh, and I, you know what? When Tim, when I brought this idea up to Tim, we, we first weren't really... We're trying to find like a theme for the for the podcast, and what we landed on was was there are more bad dads out there than good dads in the in the media. Or, or I mean, least... much much like you know most dads, like it's just kind of like a lame idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so until you and then you rhymed it for me. You said, "Oh, what about bad dads?" And I was like, "Oh, oh, I'm totally on board now." <laughs> That's all <laughs> so I needed. It was a catch. I, I feel like when I'm, when I bring an idea to you, it's more about like the the elevator pitch is more important than the actual idea itself. So I'm glad absolutely just a absolutely. rhyming word caught your attention, and we and we're here. You got to be able to sell it in a boardroom, a board meeting, or whatever. You know, it's how are we going to sell this to the suits up at Polar Seltzer? But <laughs> <laughs> are they still on? Have, the they, have they? Yeah, I know. I was going to say they probably have dropped us. We we didn't meet our uh, minimum for the month for for content, but. Uh, not that it was that lucrative. So yeah, I think what t- today we're gonna is just gonna go through uh, all of these fictional bad dads. I know Tim. I've got about ten of them written down here. I don't really have them ranked in any order, but I think we just bring up a, a bad dad in, in movies and and TV shows or whatever medium you chose, and then and then talk about why they are so bad. Yeah, and I have a few borderline ones that I'll have you tell me whether you think they're bad or they're good or. Or, or, you know, I'll let you give Good. your two cents as to <clears throat> if they actually are bad dads. Um, but yeah, all you got to do is, is rhyme it for me. It's, it's that before every podcast, Phil and I say, all right, this podcast in one sentence. And you just did it in two words. Just bad dads. Bam. And I was like, oh, bam. I'm in. in. So I, most, most of mine, you know, aren't necessarily, there's a couple <laughs> that are just clearly bad, but uh but we're going to get into a different couple of different options. I mean, you were definitely, this is actually a Phil idea. This one comes from the, uh, the brain of Phil over there. Uh, so why don't you start off and, and give me the, the one. So who comes up, like, who's the number one bad dad on your list? It's the first one listed, but I don't know if he's the worst of the, of the bunch. Um, it, but is Al Bundy from married with children. He so, is, yeah, right. he, he is the typical, absent father who if like i think it's kind of like a running joke in the show that he barely even knows like their names like he doesn't even <laughs> what is his job what does he do for work he's, he's a, always just he's a shoe home. salesman he's a shoe salesman oh so, shoe so salesman. after a full day of rubbing inappropriately rubbing women's feet all day he comes home and just plops down on the couch ignores his wife ignores his kids and just scratches hey, his nuts. Hey, what's, what's for dinner man <laughs> 
She, you know, she's gone on to have a fantastic career. The Peg, the wife, uh, his wife in that, she's in a ton of stuff. I, I like would say him. he did too. And in, in like, in his role isn't, you know, he's kind of, everyone's always going to know him as Al Bundy. What's his name? Ed O'Neill or something like that. Yeah. He, he's, he's in Modern Family. And I yeah. think, like, as soon as you see him, you're like, oh, what's Al Bundy doing now 20 years later? And you're expecting that character. But I think in Modern Family, he actually turns out to be kind of a grandfather or a father who is there for all of his kids, really, from what I can understand. I didn't watch that show that much, but... It, no, it, it was always on... What was it? It was on after, like, The Simpsons or something like that, that you and me would watch, yeah. and then it would be the next thing, and we'd kind of... We'd click off after, like, we, you know... Married with children. Like, we, and that's... You know, we'd be there for the uh, the intro because the, the credits would be rolling on the show after we watched. Anyways, but no, not necessarily our show, but classic Bad Dad. So this, I mean, he's like a Homer Simpson character. So would you consider Homer Simpson a bad dad? Um, it depends on the episode. I mean, I think they want uh, you to he, portray him as the lazy guy, but I mean, he's been... He's always at every single thing for the kids, and I don't know. I mean, when he's not at Moe's, I feel like when he's around, he's 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 around. Eh, maybe no, not. He gets, he's dedicated to Lisa's, you know, as much as he's disinterested in Lisa's music career, he gets her the saxophone, and he's always, he tries to be there, whether his antics, you know, take him away from it. But, you know, that's kind of one of Dad's, um, our father's, uh, things he's like man they're always they're always crapping on dads on tv they're always you know they're always shitting on the dad or like you yeah know, making well, him seem like an oath for an advertiser it's like the guy to go to right like so it's like if we're gonna pin this if there's gonna be a doofus who can take it the best and it's usually dads dads can they're like okay what they they don't take themselves seriously like or th- their way to survival or their way to be selfless is to not take themselves seriously and i think that you know they're the easiest target when it comes to tv shows when it comes to you know commercials whatever you see in in media so speaking of not taking themselves too seriously uh i gotta go into my pick which is uh daniel hillard aka euphigenia doubtfire so this is doubtfire so he's he's gotta be that's like so that was a movie that was, you know, fun during the time, but like as it ages, it's like, yo, that is some maniacal shit. That, so you're like, saying he's a bad? Know? Well, yeah, I feel like he's such a good dad that he doesn't want to lose time with his kids. So I mean, a reoccurring theme with all of these, at least that I found, is that the bad dad is absent, right? He's never there and he doesn't care about his kids. I feel like Robin Williams or whatever, what's his name, Daniel? Daniel Hillard. Oh, Daniel. <laughs> oh god I thought he was a good because he wanted he wanted to be closer to his kids that's why he was doing it right so that he could have more I time mean, with them I mean he could have you know I mean he could have done it in a, in a less creepy way less he's tricking his kids to hang out with them like you can't I, I don't think Mrs. Doubtfire is gonna get a remake <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well, you certainly couldn't, like, there's no point because there's no way that anyone could do better, a better job than Robin Williams does. But you're right. Like, the way that he goes about doing it is definitely creepy, probably illegal. 
like we That's joked not... about this movie before. Like, if Dad showed up in like a wig and heels, like I would still and, and like a little face mask, like I'd still recognize my own father. And like the fact that they couldn't recognize that this six foot woman was was their dad in disguise is just it, that's you're supposed to suspend belief i get you as far as the bad bad father part like what's the is he a bad father like before when he's throwing him parties like is is that what you're talking about or like i mean he's trying to be more of like well i'm talking about the whole thing but he's trying to be he's trying to be more of a uh, of like a buddy like a friend so what's wrong with that because well, he leaves all the uh, that's what gets him in trouble with the with um, Sally Field um, is that he uh, you know he just wants to have all the fun and take none of the responsibility. So yeah, he's a little he's definitely immature. That's that's he's, imma- a- he's immature and he obviously but the effort that he puts into tricking them all if he just put that effort into just kind of like being there a little bit more like or. What, not being there, but I don't know. Who knows? The, uh, the point is that that movie would never get made again for multiple reasons. But I, w- I wanted to start out there just to just to say hello and then uh, <laughs> be able to move on from there. All right. We'll, move, we'll move on because I think the more I think about it, the more I'm convinced that he's a good dad. But that's what we do on this podcast. We disagree. All right. My number two is from Arrested Development. George Bluth Sr. Just the comically comically bad dad he's always trying to screw his kids never being up front with them he's going to jail for for all this fraudulent all, all this money fraud tax Fake, evasion faking his death faking his faking his death and and using a few of the uh, using his own sons and daughters against them to get what whatever he wants uh well, he's an adulterer like you yeah. know he's always so yeah, add that no, he's husband got his on top hand of in the kitty. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like at no point do I ever believe that he was married to his wife. Like, like they, he just they're just separate characters, and he's he's just always screwing Michael or always manipulating Will Arnett or or his his son or his grandson or whoever to get to best to best his, better his interest, and he ends up spending most of the seasons in jail anyways. Yeah, or or running away from you know being being caught or on the on being a fugitive, but no, he's he's a classic bad dad. Like that's what the show is about: is him essentially putting the family in a terrible situation, and then the one you know the one good son having to dig themselves or having to dig them out of it. But but uh, no, I mean he 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 was just like a bad person in general. He was bad to his twin brother. He's just kind of just uh, you know. He's uh he's just a shitty person. Yeah. Um, All right. Who do you got next? In terms of TV, that the bad one. So another one that came right to my head was Frank Reynolds from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. But I'm also gonna make this a twofer and and uh, mention Harry Wormwood from uh, Matilda. So Frank uh, Danny DeVito plays both, and he's just like plays that brash like you know don't doesn't give a shit about whatever you have to say. He's just going to say, shut up and get in line. Like that's, he's so good. Frank is, or dad, I want, he is Frank to me now. Um, but Danny DeVito has that ability to just be like, so blunt and like, you know, and, uh, you know, not demeaning, but just kind of just, you know, he's just going to neglect everything you say. He is demeaning. I think you're right. I think that is the word. No matter what the kid says, no matter what they're, they're just, rejects and they can never do anything good. Matilda 
Well, Den- with with D and Dennis, it's one thing because they actually are rejects, and they just you know they ended up using him for all of his money, having him go broke, all this stuff. So they 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 do and on Sunny, everyone's screwing each other. And Matilda, he's got like this brilliant little girl, and he's discouraging her from reading and getting smarter so that he can have control over. Her. So is Frank a bad dad? Yeah, I think Frank's a bad dad. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. I mean, but he also like bails him out and gives him money and like just wants to hang out with him. Like even though he's like doing it in a, a like a friend or like a fringe class capacity, like you, you know, just you want because he wants to be in the fringe. Well, I think he comes um, back after being absent for so long and just like throws money at them, and they obviously. Well, take he also it. realizes he's not their real dad. So well, yeah, eventually, yeah. There's so many not stories. Not being your dad anymore. <laughs> The, there's so many story plot lines that they that they change like throughout all the seasons, but yeah, we're I mean they introduce him as the dad, so we can we can consider him a bad dad. I mean he's constantly telling about his sexcapades with their their friend in front of him, and you know if Dee's having a bad day, he kind of just like turns the other way or makes fun of her for it. Like, definitely. Def- so I think one of the I think one of the original episodes that he's in, he like is trying to whore out his daughter to like a politician in order to right. like like solicit a bribe from a comptroller. So yeah, I guess yeah, he's a he's a bad dad. He's a very sure. bad dad. So who do you got next? Um, so working down the line, I did have Frank Reynolds on there too. So that was we're in agreement on that one. Um, I have Don Draper as a a terrible dad. So. Granted, we're supposed to the whole the whole you know thing that came up with Madman or the the reason in in season one, which I think they started to to do, was just to show how things happened in like the fifties and sixties, or mainly the, I guess I guess the the show starts in fifty nine or sixty, and just like the idea of like okay, your mother is gonna stay at home and raise you, and I'm just gonna do my own thing and get hammered and not have to answer to anyone. Not have to help help the kids. I think what the show is trying to say is like this was more common than you think back in the '60s. But I think even above then, like with other dads on the show, he even went further above to just like be absent, like not be a part of their lives really whatsoever. When they came home, he was always the disciplinarian, and he would just discipline for the sake of disciplining. Not, I never thought that he really even cared much about about their kids. There's a couple of seasons where he makes connections. I think after he leaves January Jones or Birdie there that he kind of, you know, can connect with the kids. They're getting a little older, especially the Sally character. But really for the majority of the time, he just kind of cares about himself, keeping his secret about who he was in the past. Well, that's like the, he's like the suit, you know, what, what's most important is his power plays that are going on. It seems from the, you know, I haven't watched it back to front to back, but, um, but you know, it's, he's about he's about control, and you know he's not going to let his family take him away from from his pursuits. Exactly, exactly. Right. All right. Who you got? Well, speaking of that, for me, I mean, this is a clear bad dad situation. Um, Daniel Plainview from um, There Will Be Blood. Uh, Daniel Daniel Day Lewis's character is he uh, has a son who is you know he's wounded or he's he made death um by an accident out in the oil fields and then he basically just abandoned abandoned him on abandons him on the train and uh then later takes him back and essentially 
I can't. I never know if he actually is his dad or not, or if he's a if he really is a bastard or a basket. If he <laughs> like, if he was actually not his kid, I couldn't tell. Because um, at the end, he basically just um, denounces him as his child. Um, and uh, but, anyways, I mean, clearly the guy is just willing to sacrifice his own children for the sake of his boy. Like he was just like getting in the way, and like he couldn't put all his energy into his kid, so he just sent him away. Agreed. That was a cold, cold scene, seeing his kid, you know, right away on the train as he's just walking away from it. That's, yeah. That's bullshit. Agreed. Bad dad. Bad dude. Bad dad. Um, next one I have on here is kind of more funny, uh, but it's from Liar Liar. Jim Carrey's role is Fletcher Reed. Mm-hmm. And he's a, he admits himself when he can't tell a lie. He says he's a bad father, and he is. He's just the, the typical, I'll be there. I'll be there next time. Give me one more chance. I'll go play ball with you. I'll take you to the park, whatever. And he just never yeah. shows. And they and Maura Tierney's character gives him maybe five chances before she's just like, that's it. I'm moving with Carrie Elway to Boston. And, and Jim Carrey just continues to blow his role as a dad. Well, that's why I feel like that's why... Like Jim in that uh, Fletcher in that, and then uh, Daniel Hillard and Miss Doubtfire. Like they're not willing to do as much as they care about their kids. They're not willing to do what it takes in order to like maintain a healthy, like a straightforward relationship. So I think they're both bad dads. You don't bring Mrs. Doubtfire back into this because this one really is. I think that that that's a bad dad, bad a bad dad pick. Like yeah, he, no, he is. He cares about his kids. Fletcher Reed. All right. Here's the uh, we can relate to you know the deep bag dad lawyer. Um, <laughs> none. I'd have got him twenty. No, no longer. Dad's retired now, so you know that we is. can't can't even call him the, the deep bag lawyer anymore. But all right, so I got I got a couple of ones that I'm going to ask you if you think they're bad dads or not. Um, so going off of the comedy route, what about Nigel Powers? Do you think Nigel Powers is a bad dad? Yes. I do think Michael Nigel Powers. I mean, if we're supposed to, t- all right, it's so first off, it's impossible to take Austin Powers seriously or anything role in that. But the fact that he's, the fact that he is, uh, oh, absent for Austin's life for the majority of it. There's one. I, I keep coming back to that fact. And the fact that he didn't tell him that he had a brother all this time, like Doctor mm-hmm. Evil was his brother, and he never told Bloody. him he had a brother. I, that was probably a plot line that was made in the third one or whatever. But still, if we're to, poli- to believe that whole thing, then yes, I think not. Then he, Go ahead, Dad. Stand up and take a bow. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy wasn't there. <laughs> Dude, that, uh, that is honestly, that's probably one of my favorite side characters in all the Austin Powers movies. Like Nigel Powers, perfect casting, and he just like ripped it up. But, and they do the English English to each other. It's hilarious. I think you just um, have a you just have you love Michael Caine no matter what. You're, I do. We I always do. come back to awesome. him. He's not as not as much as your love for Leo, but it's uh, it's up there. So not uh, so this next one not Leo but Liam Neeson, the uh, Brian Millis agent CIA agent Brian Millis from the movies Taken. Taken one, two, and three. Is he a bad dad? Uh, so my instinct is to say no because he risks his life for three sequels trying to bail his daughter out of shit. But uh, no, I, I would say no, but I, I have a feeling you're going to counter that. I mean, <clears throat> how many times can he get his family kidnapped and then have to like 
you know what I mean? At some point, you just gotta like change your name or you know move somewhere. If the you know you have the mafia. Okay, I see what you're saying. For someone who is a professional security detailer, he can't even keep his own family safe. All right, I I I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, you can't just put your daughter and and wife in a bunker and just be like, okay, this is how we're gonna protect you, like. Like if you know our our parents let us go off to Europe by ourselves, like they didn't. The next, all right. So they get kidnapped. She gets kidnapped over in Europe, and then like the very next movie, like the next year or two, they're in they're in like Istanbul, Istanbul, Bangladesh. Istanbul. Where are they? Istanbul. Istanbul. Like on just on like a weekend vacation. Yeah, like a safe place, and he's there with them. And I don't know. You can't just you can't watch your daughter, your kid. 24 7 and these guys had a vendetta like he killed half of their family like you got to expect someone's coming after you but i guess he didn't i guess he he wasn't expecting that well and then he gets his wife killed in the second one yeah. so he essentially leaves his daughter with just a with just the dad so i wouldn't say he's hey. a bad dad he's just bad at protecting his kids or protecting them but he, yeah, you're right. He puts them in harm's way, so I can see I can see your point. But I think at the core of Liam Neeson's character, he wants to protect and be be with his his family. He just but as we discussed with Liar Liar and Mrs. Doubtfire, it's not about their intent. It's not about how much they care about their kids. It's about their actions and like what it does to like the family unit or like their you know their well-being essentially and like tricking tricking your kids and having to go bring them into court and then lying to your kid all the time or getting them kid by i don't know i think those are all things that I can, are in the same same boat in terms of bad dads again for the record uh i do not think that daniel hillard is a bad father uh so but i I know what you're saying. Yeah, the they're putting their they're not making their kids' lives better for their own self purpose. So I, I I get you. I don't think Liam Neeson is doing that. I think that he's just unlucky, and the nature of his work makes his family a target. Agree to disagree. I guess. I mean, I I don't know anyone who uh, can prevent his family getting into trouble like that, and then. Uh, Kind of doesn't find a way to do it. Okay, well, then you can say that about, like, any action hero movie, then. Let's go to Die Hard, right? Or Live Free or Die Hard. Is John McClane a, a bad father? Yeah, probably. I mean, <laughs> like, probably. I don't know. I just That's just my instinct talking. I mean, no. I, 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 I feel like a villain. I feel like a villain will always go after an action hero's family, right? Or or it's a, it's a common thing that you see. Like, do you think that all but these the actions... The position they put their families in there, it's the position that they put their kids in in the first place, that it doesn't matter how heroic they're willing to be. Like, if they're putting their family there in the first place, I feel like they're bad dads. Okay. Fair enough. Let's go to another... If uh, I'd like to see what your opinion is on whether this guy's a bad dad or not. Do you think that Walter White from Breaking Bad is a bad dad? <laughs> Definitely. Absolutely. 100%. Because he I'm, gets I'm, okay. I'm rewatching it right now, and he's just constant manipulator. He doesn't care about anybody. He has options to quit and and to kind of cash out multiple times. And it's for him. He's got a god complex at some point, or right? he's just got you know. He only cares about. He's a total narcissist. Only cares about himself and this Heisenberg character that he's created. He feels. 
he identifies more with Heisenberg and his relationship with Jesse than he does with Walt Jr. or like this their baby who is just like <laughs> MIA. Like who knows where that baby is. That, but. Yeah, right. That's another one of those like plot things that they're just like, are we gonna get a second season or like should Skyler have this baby or what? Like and then but don't you also think like Hank takes like a fatherly role with Walt Jr.? Like Hank is always, I feel like always trying to show Walt Jr. the ropes a little bit more than say Walt Sr. Or uh, Walter. Yeah, and I think Walt kind of. But that's why I would think that that Walt is kind of a good dad because he he sees that and he resents that. He wants to be a better father for Walter Jr. What does he end up? getting called he, he takes his name away Cole or Flynn whatever. no they abandon that too like he wants to be called Flynn Flynn that's his right friend Lewis and then uh, they just abandon that and like Lewis never comes around again for some reason because he teaches um, he teaches Flynn or Walter Jr. like how to drive and he talks to him about like girls and like there's parts where he's trying to be a good dad in the back of his mind he's lying to himself by saying oh I made all this money and drug money for my family and he tries to leave sl- but that's just kind of like a, a cheap it's a way. Facade. Of, it's a It's a it's yeah. a front. It's a reason. It's a reason to pursue his narcissism. It's a it's a reason to 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 you know control everyone and manipulate everybody. Like <clears throat> I'm rewatching it right now, and he again he has multiple uh, multiple opportunities to to kind of get his family out, um, but he just digs a hole deeper by choice, like. He, he literally, he's a self-sabotager. He, like, is playing chess with himself in, mm-hmm. in, a, in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, anyways. I think he's definitely a bad husband for sure. Uh, and, you know, Skylar's no, she's she's not great either. So, I mean, at, that, at the end, like, there's no debate for that relationship. I feel like he really did care about Flynn or, or Walter Jr. Um not so much the baby, really, because, I don't know, I don't think he really ever connected with the baby. Again, the baby's just someone who cries when things are going wrong. No, he uses the baby as leverage, often. Like, yeah. he'll be holding the baby when Skylar comes home, and, like, he's, like, he's like, hey, there's, like, million, hundreds of thousands of dollars for you to launder, and he just, like, got the baby. He's, he's playing the children against the mother, so he's using them as pawns. Okay. For sure. All right. For you, sure. You've convinced me. Bad father. <clears throat> Although he t- he takes a fatherly role with Jesse and really does kind of yeah, but you don't he, think so? He does, but he shits on him more than anything. He screws Jesse like so many times, like exp- right up until the, the final season where he's. I guess he goes and saves him when he's in that ditch. But at that point, we don't, <clears throat> don't no spoilers, like no full spoilers. Remember, our and not everybody has listened to it, but or watched it. Um, but but I, uh, I, again, I think that that final action is more for himself. I guess maybe for Jesse. He cares what he risks his life more for Jesse than he does for his own family. Yeah. He also puts Jesse in some pretty shitty, shitty, shitty positions. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But he sees Jesse more as a partner than anybody else in his life. Okay. That's fair. All right. Who else you got? Got my, my list as far as guys that I really wanted to dive into are done, but who, do you have any like honorable mentions or anyone else on your list? I mean, the, in terms of bad dads, like you could mention the million dads that just weren't there that spawned great, great movies. Um, how about, well, I think that's an easy one. I was going to say, he got game, Denzel. Yeah, bad dad. He, but, oh, I would say he's a good dad. No, no. 
in prison comes back and just wants his son to do well so that he can get rich and take care of him. That's 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 how I see Denzel in that. I mean, he yeah, wants to I be redeemed. He wants a relationship with him too. He, like, no, I think know. he just wants his name restored. I think he just doesn't want to be seen as a, a good dad, but I don't think he's willing to put that full effort into it. How about um, Marty from True Detective? Would uh, Woody Harrelson's character? I don't remember him as a dad so much in that. In that, remember he's got the two girls. He's got the two young girls who he basically like he beats up their boyfriend in the jail cell because there's like stash. Oh yeah, stash rape. And he, but he's also just like always, you know, kind of again manipulating his family too. You know, separating got, his worlds. His I got worlds. I gotta watch that again. But oh, yeah. so good. Um, speaking of Marty's, I have Marty. I know you you're not into Ozark so much, but I have Marty Bird. That's uh, Jason. Yeah, I've watched the first two seasons. I think he's a bad dad. He is. He definitely is. For all the reasons you said, Walter White is. He just he yep. puts his kids. He gets it. He's he got such a god complex and is worried about number one so much that he's willing to put his kids in. You know, as as it goes on, I'm not spoiling anything, but in, in, he puts them in harm's way when it comes to like the cartel and. You know other bad dudes that he's dealing with, and the kids when they grow up, it's funny or it's not funny, but it's part of the show. They're recognizing like, okay, just because you're honest with me doesn't mean that you're making all the right decisions for us. So it's uh, it's so how about this? Um, the guy from Big Fish, like the the father from Big Fish. Been it's been too long. It's been too long. I I, I can't remember. I've seen the movie. We I remember. We no, it's the, all about like telling half truths. So he tells you know he embellishes all his stories, but there's always a, a a sliver of the truth within the story. So like it's enough. They're like you know he was also an he was an adulterer and uh, uh, you know it was just absent on the road all the time, mm. um, and that's why his son d- dislikes him so much. I, he doesn't. I remember liking the movie. I just, it's been, dog, it, it has to have been 15 years since I've watched <clears> that. So, yeah. Uh, well, it's, it, I mean, it's just kind of like the traveling salesman dad. Like, yeah. can, you know, it's maintaining his, like, you know, you know, ma- maintaining a relationship with his son or not maintaining it um, for the, you know, for his own experiences. But that's, that's pretty much, uh, but most people I think would say, I don't know, that's a 50 50 one. You know, Big Fish, he could be in the end, like, I don't know. All right. But, uh, what what else you got for any other other others listed? Because I'm all out. I mean, there's like hundreds of degenerate dads that <laughs> we definitely could touch on. But since it's Father's Day, we'll give dads a break and uh, probably cut it here and say Happy Father's Day and uh, and thanks for uh, thanks for listening. I'll second that dog and just wishing our dad uh, a happy retirement, a happy Father's Day, and all the dads who are listening out there. We don't know too many bad ones, so it's fun to talk about the ones who are bad. Um, so thanks for listening to the podcast and uh, enjoy the weekend. Dog, peace out. Peace. Punch in the car.